0: I'm going to give rap 300 K just to stay on this line with me because it's time for verbal tap show that proves fighting way easier from outside of the IBJJF mats genuinely because that's the most amount of shit you could possibly have to memorize to fight is all of the IBJJF rules. If you know them and you feel like you have a good fluidity, you should also consider studying the practice of law. It's time for Verbal Tap. I'm your host, Kevin. With me, of course, Rafa Asparza. Raf 300K just for a podcast. Can you handle it?
1: This podcast or grappling hour? This pod. Well, this pod. No, well, grappling hour. Let's go the grappling hour. That makes sense. Yeah. I want 300 to stay here, but for 200K, we go on my show.
0: Interesting. Um, okay. Well, I don't really do your show. That's not something I do. Like, it's a whole different genre.
1: I don't do video That's work. fine. That's fine. It. You know what? Maybe it's time that you show people you can do my show. And no Unless one, you're afraid of doing my show with me. My no one show. knows, but we just
0: got a message from AJ that says, until you aren't afraid to go on Raf's show, <laughs> you can't even consider yourself a podcaster. We're just doing a little parable. <laughs> just a little parable about what today's show's about, which is about <laughs> grappling gossip. I don't exactly know
1: (laughs) what to categorize it as. Yeah. How you doing? I'm good. I do want to make sure that people know for the analogy and why we like this one so much personally, why we're starting the show with this money metaphor. (laughs) It's this Uh, has been people were like top five metaphor they've ever done. That's that's just the buzz. When people asked us, or at least me, they're like, so so grappling hour is a different show yeah well what's the difference between this and verbal tap one's with me one's with me and kevin there's your difference they're like uh is that all yeah pretty much that's it it's still like there me is the common thread i don't know like what do you want from us it's the same show they're both free shut up watch them And that was how we get our best people to watch us (laughs) consistently. I I admittedly, it's not a
0: huge portion of the podcast, but two to four percent of the audience is like, God, I love Kevin's laziness. Not interested, ref. You're telling me there's a show missing
1: Kevin's astute laziness? (laughs) Not for me. The issue that I have here, Kevin, that I guess tickles me a little bit more is that someone felt the need to be like, hey. Let's get to the bottom of this right now. What the fuck's the deal? And I was like, wait, why do you need to, why is that important to you? Ugh. Somebody asked, her, like, did you create another YouTube channel? And I was like, yeah. They go, why? And I go, because it's a fucking different show. Listen, it doesn't take you anywhere out of your realm. I still like Kevin. We still do this. We're still coming here to talk in tandem because we both have a lot of opinions of what the fuck happened with Gordon and Andre Galvo that turned into a whole thing that by the time this probably comes out, Kevin, Gordon is probably in a submission only blindfold bird box challenge match awesome. against So oh, Hold on Wait until we Bullock? find out who it is though. Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock with a tag team partner in one Gary Tonin. People didn't see that one coming. First of all, I'm
0: I'm paying money for that fight. I would watch that on I'm I'm ashamed that I might pay like thirty dollars to watch first of all, Sandra Bullock's gonna really up the presentation value Absolutely of the Oscar whole worker. thing. You know she's gonna just make a meal out of that entrance. No problem eating up fifteen minutes of Gary Tonin's bullshit. And then she's just going to tag him seconds after, and Gordon, not. I don't mean to say that his instincts might have trouble. I don't know about his sense of smell. I don't. I know he's got a sense of touch, and his beard is growing at what seems like a genetically modified rate. In addition to that, that Bird Box Challenge grappling match would be pretty awesome. Because you'd have to find something super masky to cover their eyes with. Yes. Yes. I mean, maybe just permanently blind, both he and Gary, just for respectful purposes, but I don't know. They're both nice teachers. They, they would immediately have me watching. Now, I want to broaden the spectrum here for the crowd who's seen the title of the show, caught our witticism on the way in. Mm. You sent me this story, as you frequently do. I presume you saw the storm clouds brewing early in Instagram. This seemingly started with a Gordon Ryan post. I'm going to see if you know, but here are the details I have so far. Mm-hmm. We're up to 300 k offered to Andre Galvao to win against Gordon Ryan, of course, in a no-gi, nothing-else format. Sounds awesome, by the way. If that's all you heard, you'd be like, yeah, I'm in, so... What am I missing about the proposition? Was it disrespectful the way it was done? Is there something in the initial? Because it's not uncommon for people to have fights pitched to them. It's not uncommon for it to happen on social sure. media. What about this one, Raph? What's the spark?
1: Okay. Kevin, I'm going to start by talking about jiu-jitsu journalism for a second. Or your memes, because the one with the cut. We'll get to that. Never mind. Yeah, we're going to work our way there. <clears throat> so this really comes down to this. When people ask what's going on, the first thing that you think is, well, let me see an article on this. The articles are really just uh, a third-party aggregate of news, a.k.a. Gordon wrote this on his Instagram. Here's what's going on. That has been the trend. And more power to everybody doing it because I'm sure your SEO numbers are great because our meme numbers are amazing right now. So I understand it. I get it. I had to let things – play themselves out before I decided to come up with a meme or two to really respond to the news and I'll get to the actual reasons why here's the backstory some real journalism for you kids Gordon has been trying to get at Andre Galvo for a super fight for years he's been doing the same process that Gordon normally does where he trolls and says is he really the king because I'm the king I have a crown he has a crown everybody's a king everybody thinks they're majesty and all that sort of stuff so they go back and forth. There's been some responses by Andre Galvao's wife. Everybody's talking about how, well, they did at ADCC, whether they were the best debuted ever or they won a million super fights or what have you, friends. The whole thought of Gordon versus Andre Galvao does make sense for a super fight because they've won a lot of stuff. And it's not too dissimilar from, say, Buchecha and Hodger being like, let's do this, sounds fun, <laughs> except for the mere fact that Gordon is spicing it up, as he always does, with his normal brand of trash talk and goading, because it seems like Andre Galvos said that he retired. Some people thought that was a direct response to... The fact that the last time he was being called out by Gordon, he was like, nah, dude, I'm done. I'm just going to do these ADCC super fights because they pay me well. Well, money is a motivator for Gordon who says that they can get a whole bunch of money here and there. Now, Kev, where you pick up on this is you just think 300K just magically appears, right? Mm -hmm. Not the case. Here's the context behind where I believe it started. You listening out there, you can correct me if I'm wrong. I'm not going to care. I'm just going to kind of bring you up to speed of what I believe happened. Here's what happened to the best of my knowledge, Kevin. Gordon is about to put out a DVD. And I believe he's showing people how to do some leg pummeling for leg locks and for passing and for different sets of things. And Gordon, in his true form, as he always does with marketing – is talking about how he changed the game. Like, John Danner changed the game, but he was also in the room. So, together, they've changed the game together. Also, he's done some stuff. That's kind of the basic gist of what he's putting out there. Caltero is like, yeah, dude, we've done that for years. Gordon responds by saying, dude, you've done shit. Your leg pummeling is laughable. This continues on for a little bit. Until somehow, somebody's like, well, Under Galveau, I think, weighs in. And goes, dude, you guys need to calm down, chill the f out, Gordon, you're nobody, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. And Gordon then is like, well, I'm the king, and he's like, oh, I'm the king. So we get to $300. I'm sorry, $300,000. Because $300 is how much most people get for super fights. Somehow we get to 300k, and there are legitimate backers. And tomorrow I'm actually going to speak with uh, Josh LaDuck, who's one of the people who was trying to get it together. And so Josh was getting an email contact with Andre Galvo's wife, who then responds, Kevin. And this is what bugged me all day on Saturday. She responds by saying, oh, 300K is nice, but we're not going anywhere unless it's one million (laughs) dollars. So obviously that was bugging me because that was the only way I read it. When I saw it and I said I have to make that meme and then I thought somebody would make that meme and then I found out nobody made that meme. So I made it. People (laughs) enjoyed it. But the real thing here, Kevin, is this. I'm going to ask you the joke I've said for years. But I'm going to ask you this as a question. Which is does all of Jiu Jitsu combined have one million dollars to spare for one super fight? Under no no circumstances do we
0: have that. If we started similar to the now refunded wall project, that thing would not reach its goal. I'm if glad goal you brought was that up. One million, we'd make mm, twenty four grand.
1: I'm very glad that you brought that up because there were some people saying, well, if we just crowdfund it, it's going to pay for itself. And I said, whoa, 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 whoa. The people funding the wall are dumb. Don't get me wrong. But they're not – Gordon's going to beat Galvo in a gee dumb. So there's like levels of stupidity here. (sighs) Kev, to price someone out at a million dollars. Mm-hmm do you believe that Galvo was creating this number just so that he could get out of the match, AKA price out, or do you legitimately believe that he is saying, I have too many morals. Sometimes you don't get what you want. You're whining like a little kid. (laughs) Go.
0: This to me is exactly what I would do if, um, just coming out with a random example keenan was like kevin it's time we had a super fight okay i got it the price is expensive you don't get this (laughs) wit for nothing and in the back of my head it'd be like god how do i avoid this fight because i have a simple premise here andre galvo doesn't back out from fights this is the part that everyone has left out as they're listing his resume he also normally takes fights he fought chael sonnen and that mm-hmm. wasn't an exchange of resumes for seven hours, so there's already a part of me that kind of feels like this is the very quick. And I don't like how everyone's come to defend him. They don't. Mm-hmm. He doesn't need it. There has been a lot of people already on the like, Galbo's a legend bandwagon. It's like, okay, well, he's uh, he's a living legend though, right? <laughs> I mean, it's not Tito Ortiz old, <laughs> so there. Immediately to me, it felt like posturing because he doesn't want to fight Gordon Ryan Nogi. He doesn't want to do it for a lot of money. He doesn't need the money, as is stated so many times. And that idea that he doesn't need the money, it just really uh, cracked me up with the amount that it was expressed and said over and over again. So I feel like this is
1: um, more of him just not really wanting to fight him. To be fair... Are we going to lose listeners for me feeling that way? I I don't don't know. know. No, you're, you're welcome to have your own opinion, Kevin. Here's what I really feel is important in today's society. Kevin and I will relay the news to you, and we try to do that part objectively. However... We're a fucking entertainment show, so we get the ability to say our opinions, which is why it's always funny when I get someone being like, real nice journalism there, Raph, and I'm like, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Like, we're going to say what we feel about this, and I do feel it is kind of odd that Andre Gallo came up with this $1 million price tag because I said, wait, what? How? What? <laughs> And people were starting to put in arguments all over the place. And as somebody who used to teach the art of persuasive speaking, the logical fallacies are all over the place, Kevin. But the thing that really hurts me the most comes down to as follows. Number one, we're talking 300 k for one match. I think this is the one that they're talking about in Nogi. And Galvo's saying, like, nah, I don't need that money. You know who needs that money? every other grappler in the world. The downside of Galvo not taking this match is that we actually had investors willing to come in for a third party for 300 K that would move some needles. And guess what? Galvo's like, nah, I don't need that. I'm good. Now he doesn't have to, but it might help the next group of people get more interested to see the matches. Because I'll tell you this much right now. As somebody who looks a lot at numbers, do yourself a solid. Pick some jiu-jitsu search terms, okay? Go on YouTube and just search like BJJ and go under most popular and see how many views that has. Then start to realize that we've only just started to get in the era where there are a, a number of fighters, not just one or two like Tito or Chuck and they were the guys making the big bank back in 2005 and 6 unless you're to speaking to Oscar De La Hoya but we're talking to those people who would make 1 million dollars per fight and say to yourself those people had a pay per view revenue stream and yet we in grappling bitch if we have to pay more than 10 dollars to watch a super fight and say yeah they deserve 1 million dollars <laughs> Just based on pay-per-view streams, that's how they'll make their money back. This was people who just said, you know, I'm interested in jiu-jitsu. I'm willing to put in this much money. Nope. Okay, well, let's go fuck ourselves then, everybody, because that's the downside of this. Of course, Galvao doesn't have to give him a match because their argument as well, and this isn't a bad one, is guess what? He had his chance. If he had won against Felipe Pena, one of the two times he's lost, then he'd be facing him this year at ADCC. Then the possibility is they say, well, you know, if he wins this year, we can set up their ADCC match in the year 2021. And if Galvao's already retired, I don't know that I see that happening. So it does kind of sound like it's a stalling tactic to say, yeah, yeah, yeah I'm still good. I'll see you in 2023. Uh, <laughs> sounds good. Yeah, I couldn't do 2021. 2023 sounds better. You know, actually, let's just let's round it up. The Olympics are going to be around, I think, maybe. Let's just do 2024. Is that an ADCC or I don't know. So those are some general of my thoughts going into the whole situation, Kevin. Um, Yeah, Gordon's kind of pushing the boundaries by saying some things about Galvo's religion. That might not sit well with everybody. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh,
0: see. Okay, here's where I have not tuned in. Let's – do you have a list of things? Well, before I want to do this, I'm going to say I'm going to give you a second lead up because this is the part I haven't seen. And maybe uh, I should read the articles more closely because I saw. No, Heyer's opinion, no, I no, saw no, no. I saw I saw I mean, just the numbers. I'm curious what you think has crossed the line. So, of course, people that believe in religion, God, God bless you or Allah sure. bless you or whatever whatever Bless you believe you. i personally don't so i always forget that it's like oh that's offensive that's right it's <laughs> right not, it's not just kind of offensive people find religious shots deeply offensive there was a time when conor mcgregor was yes. as sports casting likes to say much maligned it's their favorite term right now about his shots at andre <laughs> anderson you're Silva. talking about excuse me anderson silva's No, no, no! God, Uh, I have the wrong entirely. I'm actually thinking about. Oh God, this hurts because he's been a longtime champion, and it's who Mm. Connor knocked out to take the belt. You're talking about Noé Jose, Jose Aldo. Thank you. Made some comments. There was Chael that made comments about Brazil. That's yes. the Anderson Silva line I'm crossing to quote Ghostbusters. Don't cross the streams. But before we get to the line crossers, I want to give a shout out to my favorite. I don't want to call them a booty protection service because okay. that sounds that doesn't sound right.
1: That sounds weird.
0: But I do want to give them a shout out. Nonetheless, North Keeping me covered while I'm getting my ass kicked. Might be getting it kicked, but I'm not getting it shown. Wrath, even though people are pulling at my. Gi pants, trying to tear them halfway down around just so they can pass my giant hips, which, you know what? Spoiler alert, just put a little cardio in it. I'll let you buy. com. What's under your gi? They have the gear that keeps you covered, safe, breathing. I feel like a new Jujitsu practitioner because of the breathability, the leg gripper, the waist gripper. It just keeps it all. Keeps it all nice and succinct. What's under Yurgi? com? Raph, girlfriend mm. and I are at a real crossroads with our Proven Nutrition supplements. Okay. ProvenNutrition.com. You have to try the core drink. We're fighting. Excuse me. We're fighting over <laughs> it. We are now okay. having genuine fights about the shaker and the core drink, which means it's time for me to put Kevin Ten in get some more at a discounted rate ProvenNutrition.com. I know it sounds crazy, but when you have nutritional beverage mixes for sustained energy and enhanced performance, it feels better. You train better. You recover better. Give it a try. Provennutrition.com, nutrition.com. Make it a 2019 resolution and help us keep the pirate ship afloat. Raf, I would put religion on the line crossing. I would put, Bringing in one's loved ones or why yes. tends to have also, um, in the case of the NBA, you could bring up their impending free agency. Sure. I don't know if that's going to be helpful. Do you think there have been some things that have been super line crossing? And <laughs> motivationally, it, all this feels like for Gordon is I'm trying to get the best possible fight I could. Everything was boring and grappling. Here, look how entertaining. But what, what crosses the line? Religion, maybe?
1: So this is where we get a little, Ugh, yikes, okay. um, You know, Kevin is not somebody who believes in the religion. I'm like the world's most casual California, uh, what is it, cafeteria Catholic, where I just kind of go, that looks good. Yeah, be nice to people. That's a good one. Ooh. ooh. <laughs> Covering up shit. Nope. Let's take that one out. Um, That sort of stuff is weird. I I do want to say this. So what we just did there was a teaser, kids, because there's more to the story. And I think this might be where Kevin has some idea. And and it gets fuzzy because everybody's yelling at everybody. And Gordon has a lot of time to sit here and type to each one of these people. I really started to do the math. And I was like, this is a full-time job. This man is putting in hours. I think he actually takes breaks to go train to come back and do his full-time job of trolling people. But the actual tease became when Andre Galvo put up a post that says, until it's a million dollars don't talk to me, but you can't compromise my values unless it's for a million dollars cuz then it's okay. <laughs> and Gordon came back and said, "Okay, how about that 300k for charity?" now we're getting into heady waters because which
0: which i love by the way yes i like the uh the idea like here we go i got this so if you're a man of god and a millionaire you should want to fight for charity it's like yeah it was about the profit here we go
1: yeah so it gets a little confusing now because now gordon has said hey if you think i'm a shitbag money in this regard won't mean a thing to me. I'm willing to give everything that we would do, and the winner gets to pick whatever charity we're doing this for. Which is ultimate, let's do something for a good guy cause, even though maybe my intentions are uh, suspect because I'm using that to get really all I want is a match with you. Doesn't matter how. Now's where it gets murky because somehow in all of this, Caltera decides he wants to get involved too because let's not forget the leg pummeling and people still being made fun of and gordon basically you know saying like yeah you're a midget all that sort of stuff so now caltera challenges gordon to a match in the gi and then saying, like, I'll take you on. And people go, ooh, now let's hear that one. And Gordon's kind of saying, like, why would I do that? Why would I? anybody want to see a match with me and you? Yeah. Like, you don't draw numbers. Me versus Galvo, and this is me speaking right now, him versus Galvo makes sense. I want to see that match. Him versus Calterra is a WWE BJJ match, which, frankly, I was a little mad that they brought up before I could, but I rescued <laughs> that a little bit later. Hold on, let's talk about
0: this now. Okay, go. <laughs> to me, quick sidebar: we want to talk about Calterra. For facing him in the gi, you're you're not gonna pay for that. You you don't want to watch that match oh, just offensively. Before I talk about the fun wrinkle that they should have.
1: Again, him versus Galvo is two champions. At least their size kind of makes sense. Taylor throwing himself in there is now turning into a carnival. It's turning into a spectacle. That's not a thing uh, that anybody thought of like, Hey, I need to see that match before either of them retire. <sniffs> Got to make sure I see that Gordon Ryan versus, is he a rooster rate? Oh God. Fucking awesome. Gordon Ryan drinks more <laughs> than that. in his daily protein shake, <sighs> Like the this game. doesn't make sense in
0: the key <laughs> So game. yeah, you're wrinkled though, gross. and this deserves real consideration. This has a there's a lot of merit in involved in this, and I just don't understand why people would be quick to dismiss, and even more so why they wouldn't be eager to embrace. You posted a meme of yes. two people, essentially like a WWE match where they're going for the yes. money in the bank, which is the briefcase held above. You need to get the ladder. But in this case, it's like a uh, hyperfly gee in a bag. I don't know who Kyotera's so, thing is. Maybe
1: this one is called. Um, it used to be a gimmick match. Vince Russo is one of the guys behind uh, the Attitude Era for the WWE. So a lot of your favorite moments in the late '90s were, you know, he helped shape those moments when people were cursing and there's lots of violence. Everybody's like, those were awesome days. He was one of the guys behind that. But he started to run out of juice when he went to WCW. And it was right around the time they're about to go under. So there became a little bit of a joke that he would put a weapon on a pole that was on one of the ring posts that one of the fighters, if they got to it first, they'd get the opportunity to use that weapon in their match. So I said, oh, so this is a gi on a pole match. (laughs) First person to climb up and gets it gets to use it. Now, one of our listeners or one of our followers really thought that they had brought something up to this and this was cross train gurgon who says "Ha, true bro but the thing is the gi will only work when gordon will be wearing it not cow this was my response to him i thought this through before i made it clearly there's one pole with a gi for gordon the next step is for Cal to put it on him Our memes are always 1,467% thought out. Thank you for your response. I really did think this through because I I actually went through that process and I go, well, who would wear the gi? Nope, he's got to put it on him. That's the match. To put on the clothes and then use the clothes against him. Raph, you're a genius. So that's where I stopped off. And that's when I got mad because I was like, why are we entertaining this? And when people saw the visual of that, they said, wow, Raph, that's ridiculous. And I was like, is it? (laughs) Are we talking about ridiculousness now? Because we haven't brought that up at any time prior to any of this. So anyway, yes, that's where the markers moved. And now, Kev, this is where things are stupid. Because Calterra is saying that Gordon agreed to let him use any submission and that he wants 250K in the gi. Or 150 and no gi. I don't know exactly. This is where things get a little weird. But he comes up with two different sets of stipulations. Gordon said, I would be willing to let you have a fully extended arm bar and start from there in the gi for 250K. Again, this is not a jiu-jitsu match. This is a – your friends have too much money to spend on something stupid Meanwhile, someone who's on the pre-card can't even get food after they're going to go somewhere. So there's pluses and minuses to this all around. The night kind of ends with this, with Gordon saying, well, listen, this is a stupid thing between Caltera." And for a little while, Caltera has, like, some momentum where he's saying, ah, get that. Look at that. I just did what Gordon did. And Gordon, he doesn't like it when I do it to him. So now – The pressure's on him. Let's see if he does what he's challenging other people to do because now he's backing away from it. And Gordon's like, well, I mean, dude, just pay the fucking money and we'll do this fucking stupid thing. So Gordon ends and says, this is nonsense. Galvo, those are my terms. I hope, and this is where it gets weird, I want to make sure I quote this part right because, uh, yikes. (laughs) But essentially he ends by saying something to the effect to Galvo which is those are my terms i hope you think of the children and your religion kind of a thing
0: oh did see that grimmest as i saw it just as a
1: not here it was what it is anyways galvo uh, bjj when you get done praying let me know about helping these little kids now again as two people myself and kev who are not super on the religious side i can understand some of you might have some aim with that. But I'm going to bring up something here, Kevin. Since we've been crushing it with metaphors, we're going to fucking hammer fist this next metaphor down the line. You ready for it? Ready for it, and love your enthusiasm already. (laughs) Thank you. Because we had one of our fans. Again, we get a lot of people texting us as if we're not seeing it. (laughs) And then when they say, are you seeing this? We're like, clearly we are. (laughs) But we're also taking a breather because I'm not going to respond to every one of these things. I'm not going to put up every single one. I want to at least let things play out because even as we're doing this now, I'm pretty sure the story could change. But the real uh, modus operandum here, Kev, is this. One of our friends uh, sent us a note that said, did you see this? And I said, well, yeah, you know, I'm familiar with it. And he goes, man, Calterra really got Gordon good. By doing that whole, see, I challenged you to something, and now you look dumb, sort of thing, right? Mm hmm. And I said, yeah, it didn't work for me. <laughs> and he goes, what do you mean it didn't work for you? And I go, it's just, it's not something I thought was good. You know, I like Calterra. I think he's a game competitor. It just kind of came off a little, you know, whiny. not great to me. Yeah, a little whiny, but like, it's not my jam. I, if you guys like it, then dope. Well,
0: it also is him doing exactly what everyone's talking shit on Gordon for doing, which is like, uh, take a match with me. It's like, well, yeah, I mean, wait, what?
1: So he says, well, wait, can I ask you why? And he's like, I'm genuinely curious why you're not impressed or why you think the way you do about this. And I said, okay, here's the reason why. And I go, because now, just like you're saying, Kevin, he wants a match with Gordon. Utilizing the same tactic Gordon uses against other people. But here's the bad part. This is what happens in politics. This is what happens in any form of rhetoric. Good guys always have to be good. When you are the moral center and you're arguing that that's your thing, you don't get to have a moment to indulge in being a shithead. Because that's your thing. It's kind of like the Joker dragging Batman down to his level. At some point, the bad guy just goes to the inconsistency and says, hey, Batman, I made you break your rule. And then guess what? Batman's sitting there going, oh, fuck you, Joker. No, I'll use my real voice now. So now it gets a little murky. Now, our fan was not really convinced when this happened. And I said, you know, if you're going to be above it, you just got to call the guy a clown and let that do the work. Otherwise, you're going to come off looking kind of ridiculous. He's like, all right, Raph, I hear your point. But maybe we'll just agree to disagree. Kev, I kid you not. This is maybe, mm, let's say, about (laughs) five hours later. Kaltera has to put up this post update. And this was my favorite thing to see in the day. So everybody's been talking shit. Messages message has gone back and forth between Gordon and Galvo and all these people, and it literally was a note from Calter that says, at the end of the day, none of this matters. I want to apologize if I offended anyone. We weren't talking about eradicating Nazis or saving the worlds. We're talking about a grappling match. Yep. Thanks, everyone. And I hope for the sake of the children, Gord gets his match. <laughs> you cannot be amazing. A shit bag unless you are really a shit bag and it just so happens gordon is really a troll but a troll with muscles who has a pretty good record huge muscles. so when you try to be a troll to a troll and you actually try to have those values unless you're willing to compromise some of those things you're gonna get batman and it <laughs> sucks and that's what makes batman interesting as a movie character but shitty to be as a person in real life, because you always think, ah, fuck, do I not have to kill this person even though they killed Robin? Ah, conflict. Ah. Anyway, Kevin, that was – and the best part was when our fan goes, yeah, you were right. Damn, you called that one. That was quick. Anyway, that was my fun metaphor for the day.
0: AJ chimed in. Josh Hinger, I
1: I mean, everybody chimed in. It was great. You know what it is? It's when AJ chimes in, he's basically coming over to say, hey, I do both. Hey, I want some attention. And he does do both, so that's cool. He's got something to do. When Josh Hinger comes in, at least Josh is bringing it from a little bit more thought out of a response and really – Robert Drysdale chimed in. like All these people just suddenly had opinions on it. And to me, at the very least, Gordon is getting people interested in a match that is hyper-theoretical and very well could happen. And honestly, Kev, just bullshit aside, would you want to see this match? Yes. Okay.
0: 100%.
1: Okay. You're talking Galval versus Gordon. Yes. Yeah. Not the uh, cartoon.
0: Uh, and especially side, no. Nogi. Um I guess maybe I be, <laughs> love Nogi. I mean I love it. So there's already like I'm listening, yeah, that sounds amazing. I don't I, to me we have to be clear in terms of a sport the difference between our jujitsu respect and how we cover these things. Sure. So what you're probably noticing from Raph and I is a real quick snapback of, well, this is pretty simple. Either you want to fight him or you don't. He's saying fight me. You're saying no. That's not the right price. It's like, well, okay. What? And then it was no, no, no. You could fight him. You just have to qualify it for ADCC. It's like, okay. Well, that would be a no then. He doesn't want to. He doesn't want to fight him in this in this present rule set. So to me, it is extremely telling yeah. that Andre Galvao doesn't want to fight him because the simple fact is, and this is what we hate about Gary Tonin, and it's really what we strongly dislike about Gordon Ryan more so than his muscles, I mean that, is people don't want to fight them. And Galvao yeah. doesn't want to fight him. And it's not because of the 300K, and it's not because of the 1 million. It's because that's a tough person to fight. And Galvao has usually made his money being more athletic than whoever he's going up against. And it just feels like we've hit one of those times where it's like, no, 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 the price isn't right. The respect isn't there. When you're not talking about the fight, you're, you're not talking about what's obviously there. So to me, we owe it to people to both mock this via meme because it's yeah. awesome. Honor it. I was excited. I loved it. I was in. This is the best for me. So... <laughs> There's just so much to it that I really enjoyed.
1: Here's where it's intriguing to me because we spent all this time talking about it. So clearly we have a want to see it. Everything else is kind of some uh, theatrical nonsense, which, you know, I mean, it's fun to pass the time by. But I'm talking there were so many messages that happened in two to three hours time that I'd look down at my phone and see how many messages I missed. And for a split second, I thought if somebody was trying to get a hold of me for a real actual emergency, I wouldn't have known. (laughs) I would have actually been like, sorry guys. Oh, grandma died. Fuck. I didn't know that because I just got all these messages about how many times Gordon Ryan killed it on this. (laughs) Cool. Thanks everybody. It was really nice of everybody to keep me informed. Uh, Don't get me wrong. Love you guys. So, But the hard part for me to really imagine all of this is when we talk about that moral center ground, it's kind of weird to give that ridiculous price point for one reason, which is if the contention was always going to be just honor, then just have it be honor. Because the best part of that whole thing saying like, well, he didn't earn it is that is true. That is factually true. He did not earn the ADCC bid to be there and do that. So that checks out. And if we had just left it at, you know what, dude, sometimes shit happens. I always like to tell certain athletes this. There are some losses that you don't get to just have back. As much as we like to think as Americans, it's like, you beat me, well, I get a rematch. You know that there are those roles every once in a while. Kevin and I know this. Whenever you're rolling with somebody, you're like, oh, I got to get that guy back. And you're like... And we don't roll anymore. And you end up chasing those rematches or those things that just sometimes they don't happen. In this case, the match never happened because things. And that it could happen, of course, but clearly one person is like, I'm retired. I'm good, buddy. You go do your thing. But if he had just stayed with that and not mentioned $1 million, the rest of us wouldn't be there. And to be fair, it was an email from Galvao's wife who is responding in his behalf and then later affirmed by him on a post. So I don't know that I've even heard them. Kev, I've really thought about this and I was like I don't even know how I could interview both of these people. I would love to have a sit-down conversation with them. But the one thing I would have to put as concrete – Hey, if either of you start to do this, I'm going to shut this interview down, which is we know your resumes. Please don't bring them up anymore.
0: That I loved. I loved. I'm this. I'm not even going to mention this, but I'm also this. It's like, great. I was
1: People Magazine's sexiest man of the year, and I was the Jiu Jitsu Times runner up for sexiest person in a gi. You can check. Double look it up. I would. Because every time I've seen these posts from Gordon, he's listing his accomplishments because he feels that other people aren't giving him the respect he's due to make an argument to get himself in there. Y'all was like, hey, I would list my accomplishments, but there's too many. Y'all, fucking, we get it. You guys are both amazing at what you've done. Shut up. Tell us why you're going to do the match or don't. And that was kind of where I left it on Friday was I put up one of my favorite memes and this is going to be code to our fans and followers if you ever see me put up this meme and it did very well for us but if you ever see me put up this meme it's usually my way of saying this is all nonsense and I want to see the match but don't bring up other shit until we see the match but it is the meme that says everybody fighting online about super fights and I'm just out here trying to suck less at half guard because that's a real problem people (laughs) That's a real problem that affects me on a daily basis. Them not making 300K? Marginally. Yeah, I'd love to see other athletes get it. But I got to read through 12 different fucking chains of emails and threads of updates that are telling me, Hey, Raph, have you seen this post from Gordon Ryan? No. Mute. Mute until I come back. Mute
0: i enjoy this this to me was the uh story we needed in 2019 to go (laughs) on your back (laughs) might have been not not have been the story we deserved but we needed it we have i love these because it's so difficult especially when something like this is small and trivial if i just pitched the following at you hey gordon or gary started talking shit to andre galvan you'd be like yeah (laughs) yeah and not to really go at Andre Galval, but this was done very publicly at Lovato. And Lovato was just like, now nah, I'm going to ignore it. I'm I'm way above Gary Tonin waving a sign that says Lovato. Andre Galval did not wave that similar flag. <laughs> Andre Galval was like, I'm not above talking shit. Here we go. Immediately. You don't deserve to fight me. It's like, okay, well, you only fight at ADCC now? Cause, is that? All right, cool. It's awesome. Um, I understand you don't need to, but just say I don't want to fight you. Yeah. Don't say anything else. Just be like I don't want to fight you. I'm fighting on ADCC, got my school. Good luck. That's not what he said. What he got into immediately was a you don't deserve to fight me, which sounds like complete bullshit. Well, then beat him if he doesn't. <laughs> if he yeah. Doesn't, well, that's easy to settle. Uh, just beat him. So to me, it's a very different playing field in terms of how it was handled by the person challenged. The Dana Death Squad, especially Gordon, especially Gary, have found a flamboyance gets them attention. It's also a model AJ took, and it you can't argue with results. Gary is now an extremely sought-after and successful MMA fighter. Terrible human being, but good at that. Gordon, despite being tightened up by the uh, steroid bombshell, And really loving uh, tattoos that are hard to tell what they are. You can't deny the results. The guy's fucking good at nogi grappling. And ultimately, that's what upsets me. He just isn't coming out and saying the real thing that he doesn't want to fight. It's like, Lovato doesn't want to fight Gary Tonin. He has nothing to win and everything to lose. He's transitioned to MMA. That's who he's fighting. He's not really taking super fights where his knee or foot might get attacked in a MMA bad way, so there is reasons to ignore Gary. And Gary was challenging everyone. Andre Gary literally took came on our
1: show seconds later and said, "I want to have a match with Marcelo Garcia." That should be something that we say, "Let's get behind this." Nothing, Mm-mm. crickets, nobody, because Marcelo you know Garcia hasn't said shit about it. Because Marcelo's just like. I got other shit to do. I'm going <laughs> to smile. I'm good. <laughs> no, I'm I... pretty sure if I went up to him, I'd be like, yo, would you be interested in a match with Gary Tonin? I'm pretty sure he'd just give me an up or down of like, I don't know, maybe. And I'd be like, whoa, shit. Now let's get this going. Yeah. And, but to me, there's just so much um,
0: posturing going sure. on. Because when people are talking about things that are not germane to the central question, it's so they don't have to talk about things not germane to the central question. And sure. jujitsu coverage should reflect the truth and not just a respectful version of whatever bullshit they think they're representing.
1: Well, let's also be very clear when we talk about disrespect. Yeah, we mentioned the thing that, you know, there's a couple of things that we look at and we say, yeah, I'm not in love with that, you know. I get it. Whenever you see something like Gordon, there's those definite moments where you go, Bluh, "I could have done Let's without." Let's build that.
0: schools in your hometown. Shut up, Gordon. Keep it. <laughs> you just go with the fight. I I immediately was like, "God, I'm bored." Shut up. <laughs> don't make this about fight for the kids. It's like that's not on him. Right. Like just keep, hey, here's the money. Fight me or don't.
1: But when we talk it's about easy. disrespect in the sport, I still haven't seen like. The difference between disrespect that you would have in an academy and I guess a public persona are two different things, but I still haven't seen Gordon show up at Atos and be like, bring me Galvo, I have disrespectful things to say about him to his face. I have brought one glove to slap him and I've brought a second glove so that we may get to fisticuffs.
0: And Rap <laughs> would be frank, referring like to, to the old rules of dueling, where you slap someone with a long glove. Yes. and that is not done enough. It is something that it was a good idea that we stopped doing. To me, there is parallel here as well because Keenan has, and we can. I don't know if we <laughs> want to talk about Keenan's um, flow grappling appearance. I just sure. saw an article that was like. 10 Things Keenan Thinks. I was like, I hate this already. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was a truncated version of what was on the podcast. It was like, Gordon's going to get knocked out. It's going to be really satisfying. And that was the quotation that got taken out. And immediately Keenan, you sent me the message of him defending it. But that aside, because it's not a very interesting story, Keenan's trained at both gyms. This is, this is a small community. Has... The Danaher Death Squad never like, cross-trained at Atos,
1: ever? I don't, not to my knowledge. Because Atos uh,
0: has definitely cross-trained at, I guess you'd call it, you know, Gracie's. Yeah. But.
1: You bring up an interesting point here for a number of reasons, Kevin. So are you familiar with that uh, open-mouth Pikachu meme? Mm-mm. So, essentially, it's a shocked Pikachu. First of all, proudly. I don't even
0: understand most of what you mean. Dog,
1: I'm I'm, I'm proud of you, too. But, unfortunately, (laughs) I live this world. (laughs) It's like, I I loved it. I knew exactly what it was. I've been speaking. I'm well-versed. Anyway, the whole point is the Pikachu meme is supposed to be, how could you be shocked by this? It's supposed to be a mundane thing. There's no way you should be shocked by this. Keenan goes on flow grappling a lesser podcast one that claims their jiu-jitsu's favorite podcast beg to differ so do our fans anyway not a problem but when he goes on there (laughs) and then he says some things about gordon which honestly aren't too far from things that we would say about each other if kevin went on a show and said hey raf's thinking about fighting mma i would love to see him get knocked out I would probably laugh. I'd be like, yeah, I mean, if I've spent enough time with Kevin, I'm pretty sure at some capacity he wants me to win as a friend. But he's also going to be like, yo, you got knocked out. And it was funny. But he'd wait the proper amount of time before showing me that. Make sure you're okay, You know. So there's that. But then for Keenan to get what? Clickbait posted by Flo Grappling? To you, Keenan. I say, Pikachu meme, but you in that situation, sir. What'd you expect? You went on a show that is produced by the people who basically are both the news and the streaming service. For a bunch of things. Of course, they want to get people interested. Of course, they have a bottom line they're trying to feed. And of course, they're going to take the one thing that you said if you know your sense of humor that you're going to say in that regard. I'll just tell you this we wouldn't have done that. We wouldn't have released an article
0: that says (laughs) Keaton calls out Gordon and how funny it would be to get his ugly face knocked out. That's not what we would have posted. Because Rap already mentioned SEO, which stands for search engine optimization. And it's about what you plug in and the keywords. And Keenan Flow Grappling plugged in some very specific words. Yep. Very specific. Almost so that I would think the news headlines would read Keenan in public fight with Flow Grappling. Wrong. <sighs> wrong. <Wow. laughs> Gordon versus Galval for some fucking reason. Yeah, and how does Keenan's story also involve Gordon? Why? <laughs> and this is where it's difficult to be like, oh, he doesn't deserve yeah. a fight with Andre Galval. It's like independently of what's going on here, a separate story where Keenan said a completely innocuous comment completely. And as Keenan will tell you, you should listen to the interview and hear it context. Yeah, people definitely do that, Keenan. So definitely just keep telling people that. They loved (laughs) – people loved to listen to the whole interview and get the context. Trust me. It's one of their (laughs) favorite pastimes. If you don't do that, all you need to know is that (laughs) independently, a story where Keenan mentions that Gordon will get knocked out, which, by the way, I can't wait to see Gordon get knocked out. Can I please see – gary get knocked out first is that too much to ask That i'm more excited to watch gary get slapped around like he spent 20 bucks at a dominatrix club yes i am more excited for that but in this particular instance gordon ryan has a point if he's coming up all over the place and people find it interesting to read about him and study him
1: i just found it hilarious that i sent a note over to keen and i go that's what you get Look at that. Mm -hmm. However, it's said in jest in the same way I would tell you guys here on the show. And I think you know that we do enjoy Keenan. He's quite an amazing and accomplished competitor in his own right. I'm just saying. And how could you be surprised? In our experience, a good interview. In in the
0: limited time we've had with him.
1: Yes. So that was kind of our general feeling about that interview, which – Uh, you know, it's interesting because Kenan definitely has some opinions on things. And the weird part about it was when you see that they came up with a BuzzFeed list of top 10 things you need to know, my first thought was, no, I don't.
0: I did love that. I I (laughs) don't
1: need to know any of those things. I guarantee you. Because (laughs) you can literally just just tell me what it is. Because it's kind of that confirmation bias that people do when they see an article that just goes – Bet you don't know these 25 things about the Avengers movies and you go, wait. Yeah, I do. Fuck you. I'll show you how much I know article. Damn. Did I read the whole thing? Shit. It's been 20 minutes. It's not quite the same here. Here. It's a little bit of Keenan saying like, yeah, I had an interview and you know what the audience loves Kev, as you brought up so nicely homework.
0: (laughs) I just, to me, it was like one of my favorite Keenan moments where it's like, man, you know, people don't do that, right? (laughs) <laughs> you you could have sent us a message. It's like, hey, I'm thinking about commenting this, and we would have been like, nah, just let it play. When you're a rock star, don't worry about what's going on after what you said.
1: Just At the very least, when people don't on. like looking up what like context it is, just give them the timestamp, and people will get off your back. Because I like the Keenan goes, whoa, 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 before all co-, like Connor, before all Gordon fans show up, uh. Here's what happened kind of a thing. And I was like, oh, no, he's used to the Gordon Slim Shady replicas coming after him. Oh, no, everybody protect, form a line around Keenan. So that was my initial thought. But then, of course, Kevin, the Gordon train didn't stop here. And some of you may be wondering, how the fuck are we making it through just about an hour worth of the podcast? Here's kind of where we end this chapter in the Gordon Saga and what it means, I guess, on a larger scale and what it meant to us. But, Kev, I have some sad news to report. Hmm. The Gordon that you know has officially retired. Uh-oh. From, from steroids?
0: You've been talking about the abs? N- no, kind of the abs never. To talk never. About
1: how dare you? Oh, okay. Oh, well, is, then
0: we're fine. Then everything's fine. Okay.
1: Everything's fine, guys. The Gordon that you know has retired from the GE. He announced it on another show. So, this is what happens when you guys go on other shows.
0: I'm Apparently, a fan of it. Keenan has a BuzzFeed list. Gordon's <laughs> fucking retiring. It's
1: like, Gordon's like, hey, what's is... up, Hawaii?" And it's Luke Thomas being like, nah, dog, it's me. But sure. <laughs> Um he announced today that after proclaiming 2018 was going to be the year he was going to crush fools in the Gi, got a Gi sc- a sponsorship – I was going to call it a scholarship, which by the way, would be even better. <laughs> we should give out gee gi scholarships 100% one of these days. But he got a gee sponsorship and never once competed in it as a black belt. And some people are saying whack. I'm saying I don't care – but also, yeah, it does go against what he had put out there. And he did preface it by saying, I'm going to get a lot of hate for this, but who cares? It's my career, not yours. Kev, what was your favorite memory of Gordon in the gi?
0: That awesome picture of him in that Navy gi that I wanted. I thought that was the coolest moment I had because mm-hmm. it was mostly just training. It was, mostly, it was like, uh, hey, he's training. Trust me.
1: I'll never forget that video that I only saw two seconds of of him training with Craig Jones in the gi. Can't tell you what happened in it. I just remembered seeing it scroll up on my (laughs) newsfeed. It was something, I think. That's pretty awesome. Maybe. I don't know. But uh, you know what's sad is when I saw that go up, all I could think about was the Sarah McLachlan song that You play when people die or you want money for dogs. And I just, in my head, did a montage of the three photos I can remember Gordon being in a gi for. And then I made a retirement meme, and I had to really look hard to find one photo of him in the (laughs) gi (laughs) cabin. And I thought, this can't be a good sign if you've really got to struggle to find one good photo of him in the gi. But we did, and we put it out there. And we wish him... All the best and not doing gi anymore. Kev, are we supposed to give him a watch or something? Should we get him a framed belt?
0: I guess in a belt terms, like a framed gi belt that says okay. congrats on your blue belt. I mean, I don't know what we... <laughs> I'm not trying to shit all over his past and history. I think the thing to get him is maybe like some spats, something, okay. something he can use.
1: A, a practical gift. I get it.
0: Yeah. yeah. Maybe we'll go to NorthSouthJiuJitsu.com. To find Absolutely. Mix. I, Rap, mm. any last notes about the Gordon versus Andre Galbon
1: versus Coyotera saga? I we- hope, and we might be being punked by this in large way and That'd shape awesome. and form. They, they could very well be in cahoots. Um, I would never discount that because the Eddie Bravo in me is strong everybody never let that go okay but I would probably say this I'm open to seeing that match I'm not in love with having to do full weeks of this so let's see that match I guess sooner than later or let's not see it at all oh Jesus yeah, puppy has found a chew toy. So
0: Lucy <laughs> sounds like she's uh, Gordon Ryaning her Galvo <laughs> as we speak. Uh, <laughs> trademark on Gordon
1: Ryaning. That would be the puppy, okay. I our want our own sure verb. You know, no one else's. The puppy. I. You know, when we adopted her, Kev, there's no way I could have ever known that she also has the mind of a producer in her, because she knows when we're on air. This is only the type of attention you do when you're on air. Because when I'm not on a microphone, she is sleeping either on me, chewing the toy quietly. But when she's on air, she's definitely instructing and leading a parade. So anyway, that's my final thought. If you'd like
0: to check out. The specific comments, and God bless Raph for knowing enough about that. <laughs> I'll say that. I'll say that as a proud atheist. I hope Thank if you. there is a deity that he's paying attention <laughs> to the homework Raph did to understand the actual comments, because I basically saw, oh, Gordon challenges Galvan. Oh, everyone's saying he shouldn't be able to do that. Okay, well he did. And what do you mean he shouldn't? Like with anyway, I have a lot of mixed feelings, but mostly I I think if you had to put me on a team, I'm team gordon make the challenge say no or yes move on about your fucking life but don't start the this is disrespectful to challenge me it's like okay well we need to move past that because he already did it this is very mitch McConnell. Say if steve king doesn't understand (laughs) why white supremacist is a bad comment he should find a new job it's like well he doesn't and he said he doesn't so did you want to like live in the now and not in a past world where he was respectful this is similar. Gordon's not going to be respectful about this. He believes what he believes. He believes he's the baddest no grappler on the planet. There's a lot of evidence to support it. Um, <laughs> check out the text to see their resumes all put on display. They came just short of quantifying inches of their genitalia to explain why the <laughs> fighters should get the better match. There is a lot of people interested in fighting, and I love it. I think it started at No Gi Worlds when Gordon put on the crown, and they just effing hated that. He put on the crown and the cape, and people were like, this is bullshit. He's crossed the line. He's come Mm. here. It's like, yeah, and then he won. So... There's an easy way to shut Gordon up. He doesn't talk shit on Felipe Pena. (laughs) So go beat him a few times, and it's pretty awesome. I do love that Gordon isn't still trying to fight Felipe Pena. To me, that's all I want him to do is just spend like 20 years being like, I will fucking murder Felipe Pena one of these days. So Felipe Pena, I think, might be the big winner. He, and of course, his narcotics dealer, there are... Many headlines coming your way in 2019 for grappling. This is just the start, but when we said best return to grappling, sadly we didn't have Galvao or Gordon listed because they are not MMA fighters, so they never left grappling, despite multiple retirements from both of them now. Raf, that's going to do it for us this week at Verbal Tap. It's time for some shout-outs. I will start to Ohana Yoga. I really enjoyed the elevated heat session tonight which is in that 90-degree range. Jen, teaching, talking about astrological signs, which it turns out Raph is a huge proponent of. Didn't realize that. Studied it a long time. Reads his horse every day. And none other than the infamous Colorado's own Jibera Jiu-Jitsu. Matt Jibera, pumping out some great classes this week. I took an ogi class with Will. Raph, it feels good to be, like, alive while training, um, Vu, who weighs all of 140 pounds, just beat the ever-living shit out of me. Then Garrett, who thankfully is a little bit bigger, then beat the shit out of me. Uh, fun week all around. I also rolled with Jibera, who was just practicing defense lightly. Mm. I know it was lightly because he usually arm bars me like, once during my passing attempts. Didn't sure. do it this time. That's and it nice. was not because I was sharper. That I can assure you. I thought so too. I was like, "Oh, he's he's making an effort. Or he wants he wants me to come back feel a little stronger." <laughs> Spoiler alert: He was fine during the match, despite letting me immediately pass to side control. Must be lovely. There are so many good things happening in Jabera Jiu Jitsu. Check it out. Hit us up in Colorado. Raf. I am also going to be doing some commentary. At the Ultimate Absolute in Kansas City on February 2nd, Joe Wilk is fighting. You don't need to know anything else, but Joe Wilk is fighting. Apparently, and this is just a little inside baseball, despite all these years of being one of the highest level mixed martial artists in that area. I mean, he's a Kansas legend for what he's done. One of the easiest people to schedule a fight with, it turns out. And it's like, yeah, Mm. Joe Wilk will fight for fun. He just happens to enjoy doing it for attention. Ooh. So great. This is win win. Can't wait to see him amongst many others of some of my KCBJJ favorites. That is going to do it for me, Rafa Barzo.
1: Let's start by saying thank you to the Los Angeles Jiu Jitsu Club. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. LA, I was oh, trying to no. say it, like, <laughs> Oh, no. Finally broke Kevin. Uh, The LA Jiu-Jitsu Club is changing their hours just for this week, I believe. We'll have an update for you next week if there are any other additional changes. But Tuesday, Thursday classes will be over at Explosive Fit. Our good friends over that way. Those are at 1130. 10th Planet Van Eyes. Cannot say enough good things about these guys. Went to go watch a number of them compete. Took some photos over at a Fuji uh, Jiu-Jitsu competition up in Ventura. That's some amazing times. I really got to see some good folks. I also want to shout out, if you guys are not following, Articulate BJJ. This guy, Jared, couldn't be nicer. From New Zealand. Had my reservations because I was like, what are you about? Are you a Kiwi? Is that racist? Is that a thing I'm not supposed to say? And uh, <clears throat> I think he got mad when I was like, are you a fake Craig Jones or a real Craig Jones? Because he didn't understand the question and I didn't really understand it either, but I asked it. Anyway, uh, our good friend uh, Jared from Articulate BJJ could have been nicer, came out, competed like a beast, uh, won, I believe, his no-gi division, had some great matches in uh, the the gi, but it was amazing just to sit and chat with him. He is uh, a very nice individual, writes a ton of articles, so if you guys get the opportunity, please go check those out. Uh, Big shout-outs to the whole team who did amazing – and, uh, you know, I got the chance to coach a little bit of those guys, but, uh, it was led by Mike Frosto who brought an all-star team of individuals. So to everybody who competed and did well, uh, big congrats to you guys. Um, then I'm going to go ahead and say thanks to V-Mac. I will V-Mac! see you guys very soon. Uh, as you know, get in on ADCC very quickly, kids. The time is approaching February 9th. It's going to be here sooner than you think. So I think that is going to do it for me on my shout outs. Good, sir. That'll do
0: it for us tonight here at (laughs) Verbal Tap. I am Kevin. Thank you for grappling listening.
1: (laughs) Good night and good fight.